0: Economics for Dummies, written by K. Balakumar, adapted and narrated by Mukundan. One of the best things that happened to me during my MBA was the economics course. It served as an effective antidote to my sleeplessness. The moment I picked the economics book and started off on jargon such as GDP, inflation and fiscal deficit, it had a tranquilizing effect on myself, leading to a sound sleep. Even newspapers, in a bid to ensure that they are serious and sensible, bring up economic terms such as physical deficit and inflation. This makes them not only responsible but also totally irrelevant. For the first thing the readers do when they come across those terms such as inflation is to immediately scramble over to the page 3 featuring the photos of Catherine of Cave. In our opinion, newspapers in general publish a lot of these pictures to ensure that their own physical deficit doesn't get out of hand. Anyway, let us get down to the technicalities of economics here. I will use my MBA expertise to misguide you all on what the different macroeconomic terms really stand for, so that you can from now on confidently pick that financial newspaper and read it for some total of 30 seconds before you crash onto the bed in full sleep. So here we go. The first topic is inflation. So let me put a question to you all. I bought a product for X rupees last week and paid X plus 5 rupees for the same product this week. So what does this mean? I hear your answer loud and clear that... I am an idiot who is totally reckless with my own money. Sorry, while well, you may be right, the answer is out of scope for today's topic. The correct answer is that inflation is at work. Simply put, inflation is a rise in price of goods. Inflation has an interesting history all over the world. For example, in the mid-90s in Argentina, inflation levels were so high that it was said to be visible even from the moon. The Argentine government finally emerged out of the crisis all that only when the supercomputers computing the inflation could not handle the number of zeros in the inflation number and crashed out. (coughs) Also there is a whole debate going on among the economists on how to measure inflation. After the great debate the economists have agreed that inflation has high correlation to the RBA governor's blood pressure. And should be henceforth used as a measure of inflation. The second topic is on physical deficit. Let us explain this in practical terms. If you are earning rupees 10,000 rupees a month, but you are spending 15,000 rupees a month, what will you get? Exactly a huge credit card bill. Fiscal deficit means you are spending more than you can earn which is what will happen as long as you keep on looking at your neighbor. You will be however happy to learn that this is how our governments run as well, living beyond their means. But governments don't have credit cards and they have to fall back on their own irresponsibility by asking the government printing presses in Nasik to print additional rupee notes. Of course the government tries to act prudent by using a tried and tested method to tackle the burgeoning fiscal deficit which is to state in every budget that the fiscal deficit has to be reined in and controlled it seems to have worked so far gdp gdp stands for gross divisive politics oh sorry for that gdp stands for gross domestic product which is Simply the value of everything produced within a country. It is such a matter of content contention that GDP growth number is depends on who measures it. The ruling party or the opposition. In final call, economists have left it to the RBA governor, who uses his or her blood pressure, blood glucose levels to measure the GDP. In the neighbourhood, Bhutan the king avoided the confusion on GDP by making it person or non persona non grata. Yes, GDP has been thrown out of the Bhutan government's books. Instead, they attract something called as gross national happiness. In fact, Bhutan has an official record for hosting the most happiest man on earth. Not surprisingly, this person seems to be least bothered about economics. Yes, he is a Buddhist monk. The final topic that I have for today is money supply. Having gone through demonetization exercise yourself, you all know more about money supply or the lack of it more than myself. I also do not have any more jokes about money supply, as all of the jokes on demonetization have already been shared through the WhatsApp forwards. Anyway, I am sure that. After hearing my lecture, you are all wiser in economics much more than you were before. So happy economics to you all and I wish you a sound sleep.